Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. And this one goes out to the one and only Dolly Parton. Molly, did you know that Dolly Parton is coming out with a new Christmas album? Holden, did you know that this song has been stuck inside my head for days? Did you know that I'll kill myself if the song doesn't leave soon? (laughs) Yes, I wrote down these lyrics. But you know I wouldn't end my life because who would sing you Christmas shoes? I'm not going to sing Christmas shoes right now because I've got Mary Did You Know stuck in my fucking head because Dolly Parton is releasing her version of Mary Did You Know tomorrow. Yes, Christmas has come early. I don't give a fuck. We need anything that will make us smile. Welcome to page seven. My name is Jackie Zabrowski and I love Dolly Parton. My name is Tom McNeely. I did know that she's putting out a Christmas album. This was in the email you sent to us. And I sent the email. I appreciate it. Absolutely. But Jimmy Fallon cheats on his wife. You would need to stop reading the blind items. I need to, maybe you need to be taken off of blind item duties because all Holden thinks about now is how Jimmy Fallon cheats just, on his wife. Not just Jimmy Do Fallon. Do talk about his ev- alcoholism? Everybody, yes, constantly. Everybody cheats on their wife. Everyone's cheating in the, on the planet. That is what I've learned. Every Are you trying year. to tell us something right now? I'm trying to ask some questions. Molly, do you know where Gideon is at all times? It seems like everybody's married in, in, in the fix. Luckily, right? no one here can leave the house. And so I <laughs> think that and, and this is obviously true for the whole United States. If you're obviously a lot of people have to work so people now might have a cover again. Um, but you know, I think that the pandemic has probably dampened a lot of people's games in terms of their cheating. Right. Uh, that's I've thought about this ad nauseum, and I brought it up yesterday. I think maybe Lexi and I were talking about it, but I was just like, how many people out there, it's like a thought experiment I have, where I think how many people out there were cheating regularly on their spouse, were never home, were always on quote-unquote business trips, were, you know what I mean, have like three kids they barely know, and now they are just inundated with the reality of the of the home they have hath wrought upon themselves. Yeah, dog. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love I enjoy that you love it so much and that you're reveling in cheaters um purgatory hellscape. <laughs> 
And I think, you know what? As they should. That's what happens. You try to bounce too many balls. You know what? Seals only got one nose. Right. And there's a reason for it. One ball at a time for the seal. And I will also say, speaking of noses, everyone who's not cheating on their wife is definitely doing cocaine. Doing cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) They're all doing it. Sometimes it overlaps, though. I imagine (laughs) that sometimes you do too much cocaine and then you cheat on your wife. And everybody's at least had like a sandwich with Jeffrey Epstein. That's the third one. Absolutely. Ew, it's probably colored, <laughs> covered in like vinegar. Like it is I imagine so... every so- like he covers everything in a vinegar sauce. I'm glad Jimmy Fallon cheats on his wife because I've been looking for a tangible <laughs> reason to to explain why I don't like the guy for years, and so at <laughs> least now I, say, I, I like, have it. Can someone just isolate Molly saying I'm glad Jimmy Fallon cheats on his wife? Though, <laughs> out of I'm sorry for his wife, ringtone. and I shouldn't throw her under the bus to justify my own latent distaste for Jimmy Fallon, but here it is. I think that he does a lot of fun segments. I like the classroom instruments a lot. I like the fucking barbershop quartet bits a lot, and I and I yeah, want to like him. I've great. tried over and over. I liked that thing where he had Stomp come and sing Cecilia. There's all sorts of things that he does that are That's very a lot fun. Of fun. So much fun. But I just don't trust him. He looks good in a suit. He's a fun guy. But apparently he's not that nice a guy. I just don't think I'd cheat with him. Is yeah. Yeah. yeah cheat with a with a sexy guy. You know, not a well, goofy he's a, guy. Yeah. He's a drunk, though, so he's cheating probably with other drunks. So he doesn't really need to be anything at that point because you're so out of your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I will also say, I know why you don't trust him, Molly. It's why none of us trust him. The fake laugh breaks on SNL. Every yeah, sketch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. exactly like, and, and it, he, Yeah. After a while, it was like so obvious that like you, you're just... This is yes. your. You think this is your cute thing, and yes. so you do it. And because you know that people love it when you do it. I know yes. you're not actually like think this is so funny. There's no yes. way. No, you have to do it every once in a while. If you truly yeah. break in the middle of a sketch, I mean, obviously we were never on SNL. Yeah. But as someone that we all have done sketch in the past, yes. That I think it's like you have to like really. I've me. I've maybe broken twice in all the years yeah. of sketch that I did, and they were because something. Out of the ordinary happened in front of me that was just like, what is happening? Yeah. And so, of course, you laugh. Like the wig with uh, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. Yes. Yes. Remember right. that? that, like, that is honestly, the best anyone, who, anyone who ever broke with Chris Farley, I. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like. I completely understand. Yes. That, and that was what made me so mad about Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, bro, you're with Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands is fine, but you guys are just laughing your asses off every single <laughs> sketch. This is your job, man. Like, Horatio Sands is not that funny. You're throwing Sands under the I'm bus. I'm sorry. He's not, you know, if David Spade laughs at Chris Farley, man, I'll forgive you because you're I working alongside it. the funniest guy who ever lived. Like, I'm sorry, but Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands don't deserve that. <laughs> it's so I funny. I I really, you know what, guys? I'm really enjoying this. You know, I will throw it out there. I never really watched the seasons where Jimmy Fallon was on very often, as well as I don't really watch his show. So I don't have any strong feelings either way. And I do feel bad more for his wife and his family yeah. with all of the blind items. And I really hope he's not doing that. But at the same time, like, do... 
cheat with a man that's more mysterious. Cheat with a human being that you look at and you're like, are you from another planet? David because Blaine. Because if you're fucking an alien, then you get a pass. David Blaine. Right. <laughs> Don't cheat with David Blaine. Ew, I'm not going to cheat with David Blaine. Cheat no, with he's David mysterious. Blaine and Jimmy Fallon. I don't no, even know. I'm going to cheat with Chris Angel. You hear that, Jeff? I'm going to cheat with Chris Angel. He's going to mind freak me so hard that it's going to zap my loins into outer fucking space. An additional reason not to trust Jimmy Fallon is that any guy whose shtick is exactly how fun and nice he is is not to be trusted. He's too charming. There's no way. You not that charming. The Ellen effect. Yeah, you can't pull it off. Yeah, it is totally the Ellen effect. Like, and I actually believed it with Ellen until very recently. She had me, but with Jimmy Fallon, I'm just like, no, man. You're like so bashful. You're a grown ass man, and you're like bashful, like a little boy, like. Get it together. I don't try. You're you're trying to disarm me, and it makes me put my arms up even more. Whoa, man! I just looked up pictures of Chris Angel, um, and there is a picture of him on a red carpet with carrot top and Flava Flame that just makes me now want to fucking party Ooh. my face off with the Ooh, three of them. I don't know. It is- <laughs> I don't mean to say it about carrot top. And I carrot like, top is gone. I'm, I'm a carrot top away. defender. You're a carrot top defender. What? I'm a carrot top defender. I Why? I would go see his show in Vegas. I'm fine with it. He's he's ridiculous. I I've heard his show in Vegas is super fun, and I was the I was just right there with you with the next. I'm glad that prop comedy isn't cool anymore. I'm absolutely thrilled by that. But I do appreciate the carrot top exists. At the same time. I, I just can't believe he's still going, honestly. But his eyebrows give me nightmares. He's terrifying looking. But I think that adds to... I actually like <laughs> him scary looking. like this than like, hey, look at me. I'm okay. You know what I mean? I like him ripped and terrifying looking. That's not the carrot top uh, I, I, Wait, I'm searching like that I would like to live in. Current carrot top. What does he currently look like? He, But also, but I mean, I know that Chris Angel ain't nobody to write home about. <laughs> But at least he has some sort of, you know, shellacked-haired mystery about him. And that's what I appreciate. Unlike, I believe it is Mystery that wrote the game, though, right? Uh, is Wait, wait. You oh, read yes. the game, Yes, Holden. I read the game that, yeah, Myster- I believe Mystery is the, is the guy's name. He didn't write the game, though. Uh, this other guy <laughs> wrote the game about Mystery. Oh, God. I love that Holden's like, um, what are you talking about? <laughs> it took me a second so I was like oh right I did actually read the game I read the game in its entirety while at the office job that I hated like I found a PDF of it because I was like I'm not buying this and I'm definitely not reading this like on the train so it's I it's Neil Strauss by the yes. way Neil Strauss is who wrote he the was book. a reporter he got I, I actually I guess I recommend the that's game that's why oh I'm sorry it's because it was because Mystery was the host of the Pickup Artist. Yes, and that's and this he was is where all of he this was came a big yes. major part of the PUA movement. Like he was a Ew, big. Don't call it PUA. That's what PUA and negging yeah. and opening Ooh, opening a set. You open a set that's like getting into a group of people. Um, it's disgusting. But the game is in a how-to book. The game is like his journey, essentially from getting really into this thing and then realizing like oh, that it's disgusting okay. and, and walking Ew, away. They call themselves the seduction community. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they use magic. Let's speaking of Chris Angel. Magic's a big part of it. Doing magic tricks, 
to impress uh, women at at clubs and bars and it stuff. It always works. It always Here's works. Here's a hot tip. It definitely <laughs> works. Oh, man. You see someone in the corner shrouded, and he is over there doing his magic poorly to himself. You want to saunter right over there and be like, hey, man, you want to slick that card up inside of my top hat? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't actually. I don't want to say I recommend the, the game. I don't recommend it in the sense that I think it's like, good or right but i recommend it if you're morbidly curious about a very disgusting dark <laughs> corner but, of 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 american I mean, culture and like dude bro culture be very careful though because the whole point right is that they're like are you curious? Come on in. Are you? Right. An, it's like it's right. like the nice guys we talk about all the time. Are you a little bit of an alienated guy who thinks that women aren't nice enough to you? Come on in. Just read our read our books. You know, I think that's a bad. I think that's a dangerous game, if you will. Yes, but no. I will say personally, nothing about reading <laughs> the game made me like want to get it in into that at all. In fact, it actually helped in a sense to just know. When people, because I've seen it now live in the in the in the wild, like I've been uh-huh. hanging out with a couple of friends of mine, or like hanging out with Lexi one one night after um, a concert. I was hanging out with Lexi and a friend of ours who was female, and this guy clearly was like in on the doing it, yeah. PUA thing, yeah. And if you really want to get disgusted, creep. they're the worst ever. And if you really want to get disgusted, um, there is a thing called Social Dynamics. Um, they do. Little, like, I was gonna write like a screenplay about this whole thing, and I still am kicking it around, like, because I just it's so weird and gross and lame and fascinating at the same time. But it is like on YouTube, there are these like dissertations, and they're disgusting. It is, the, it, by the way, I just want to say, like, this is morbid entertainment, it's the most vile shit ever. And I would watch it at my day job because I was like miserable already, anyways, and I just needed to, like, be you know what I mean? I needed to direct that energy at something else. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery and Neil Strauss shared a mansion in Hollywood yes. that they That's in the game. I just I don't know, yeah, you're right. I, I don't even know if this is good like I don't necessarily want to turn anyone onto this, but at the same time it is fascinating and it does give you an eye opener of like, oh wow, guys are really like this. You need to watch out for negging, you need to watch out for manipulative people. People are learning rules to manipulate you, and it, I think yeah. it actually is very informative. In t- but um, in the opposite way, not in a way of like, ooh, I should really try <laughs> right, that. Like, no. Not informative in the way that like, women love to be insulted. Yes. No. It's awful. And see, it, it's also this kind of thing, too, that I remember when all of this stuff was really gaining steam. And it must have been like early to like, like before 2010, essentially. Right. And I just remember people always not understanding because I'm a very aggressive hit honor. I like, I know what I want, I say what I want, and I don't manipulate, and I don't beat around the proverbial bush. Right. And I and it goes against the idea of the, quote, I guess, PUA community, and as well as, like, anyone that, that goes in the seduction community. I know I don't know how to seduce very well, and I'll say that about myself, but I will say I know... How to have sex, and I know how to get laid. <laughs> and the and the key is that the guys who are reading this shit uh, either don't or they just don't care about like obtaining like affirmative yeah. consent. And so like this, you know, like I, I feel like the there's there's this like 
it's it's very I I like accidentally stumbled into this community once by like this was back like circa like 2010 uh by yeah, like Yeah, totally, which is when this stuff was really pre- especially prevalent. Yeah, and I like shit talk them you know somewhere like online and As I, you should. And they but they like came for me and they're mm. like men's you know men's rights activists who do, and it's so it's just so it's like it's just one of those things where to on the it's one of those things where it's like well we all know that this is like very bad and like kind of like sad and but dangerous but bad like sad and kind of pathetic but it also is um yeah it's like it's creepy to uh to realize that there are like I think that anybody who's listening to this show and holding you being at your sad at your day job, like you already knew that women were human. And I feel like yeah. hopefully if you're listening to the show, you already know that women <laughs> are human. So you're good. I was morbidly curious about these losers because this comes from, it's like almost, this is pre incel and this is like, Oh no. Yeah, it, but unlike it's the incel where it's block. just like, I'm involuntarily celibate. It's, 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 Oh, this is a mathematical equation that I can just work at and solve. And yes. I, and they are objects and 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 they are just like right. this solvable puzzle. Yeah. Because and I think that's a very math. It's like a very mathy kind of systematic approach as opposed to a human approach to a problem that they're having because they're they're so horny and una- unable to get laid. So they do all these things with the peacocking and opening a set and all this kind right. of bullshit. And um, that's why it's like hard to recommend the game because I don't actually think the game is like, a, because at, as much as it is about him realizing like this is a gross thing and getting out of it in the end, it still is like him trying to make himself look like this hero's journey person. It's like, no, yeah. you're gross and awful. And like, just because you eventually, you know, realize you didn't have to do this to find love, like this is still like, you're kind of making yourself like, you're almost like martyring yourself or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So. I will say this does explain why I have definitely um, had sex with people that wear big fuzzy hats and cowboy hats yes. that are rolled that's up on peacocking. the sides. That's peacock. And I hate <laughs> that. Um, you know what? I guess if that part of it does work, you put a big fuzzy hat on, <laughs> I'm going to be like, who is this person that has chosen <laughs> yeah, this okay, style? There it is. That is exactly why they do it. It's called peacocking and it's literally... <laughs> Wearing Damn a ridiculous thing, mystery. and that guy will probably do a magic trick for you. <laughs> he will definitely do a magic trick, and he'll be like, "You have such, you have such a weird laugh. It's like a really, it's fun. I like it. It's like this weird laugh. It's like yeah, really insult you. I see that. I don't. That I don't fall That's for. That's nagging. That but it's kind like, of stuff I don't appreciate. It's undercutting, but it's like with a positive bent. But it uh-huh. just puts you Ooh, yucky, in a position yuck. below the. Per- it's like I could I'll go on. I'll fucking put forever. you a position below my. I went That's down. What I'm gonna I say. went down such a worm worm time on that at at my office job just because I and and eventually I was like, dude, and I still might like I I would maybe like to write. It's just so hard because like there's such awful people. It's, dude, I, hold I, I You should totally can... write like the nice guy's guide to not being <laughs> a violent misogynistic <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Dude, I was such a nice guy though in in middle and high school. Like that's what's so funny about it. I, I was such a nice guy in middle and high school. The nice guy's guide to not believing in the nice guy myth. That's your book. Yeah. I also like this as if you're so bad to the bone right now. I just imagine you <laughs> well, getting all like with a with a just a leather vest <laughs> on and like really short shorts and you're just like, "Ah, I'm bad. 
add to the ball. Well, the nice guy that I'm referring to, by the way, I don't want to uh, parse words here because there's actually a whole subreddit dedicated to texts from nice guys. But essentially, a nice guy is a guy that thinks he's such a nice guy. The the girls they only like the assholes. But at the end of the day, yeah. like you're not a fucking nice guy. You're you're a slimy piece of shit that also just wants to get laid, but you, you right. don't know how to do it and you don't know how to talk to women and so you like put yourself in this position to be a victim when you're not. You're actually, an, the, you're the biggest asshole. Yeah. The, the thing that nice guys, quote unquote nice guys, people who have the nice guy complex and the PUAs and the incels, the root of all of it is women is heterosexual guys who think women owe them sex and are mm-hmm, mad at mm-hmm. women who won't give it to them because they think that it is their like birthright. And so that is the thing that uh-huh. the nice guys have in common. And, and uh, the thing that much of nineties pop culture also made me believe it. I, you know, I can recognize pickup artistry as bullshit, but you know that I watched every single uh, piece of 80s and 90s um, portrayals of, you know, men thinking that if you chase a woman forever and stalk her, she will love you. And me, and I was like, she has I guess, to love you eventually. I guess it's romantic if a guy won't take no for an answer. Ooh, you know, Mm-mm. you are the asshole. Good boy. That's what you have to remember. <laughs> you always say that to them. I was just going to say, it would be fun to see an, a, a, a counter book to the game. That is literally like how to spot this shit out at bars and how to deal with these fucking people. You know what yeah. I mean? You should wear an even bigger hat. Yeah, that's the key. Is the big? Yeah, you gotta first keep step, really you gotta big. Have the biggest hat. Hat in the step room. one. Yeah, yeah. Get a bigger hat. <laughs> Although that brings back prop comedy, but I am, that's the kind of prop comedy I'm here for. You walk in the bar and you're just like, why are all these women wearing, they're so, the hats are so big in this bar. (laughs) There's only five women allowed to even be in this bar. And that's that's how you get the circumference of their hats. Every woman shows up with a hat bigger than the last and then only only us five non just like gross creepy (laughs) women can hang out in this bar because they literally can't get through the hats i a sea of hats is better than a sea of assholes (laughs) disney plus and hulu are better together in the disney bundle with new movies and series On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And there is one beautiful pop star that is currently trying to get the biggest asshole out of her life. You gotta be souping me with this wow. one because I was so excited. Go for her. Don't even come close. Of course, we are talking about Britney fucking Spears, baby. Now, Molly, you were not a part of our a thousand part <laughs> pop history series on Britney Spears. 
but we've been living in Brittany Town for a very long time, and I am just, I'm over the moon about this. How about before we even get into this, Molly, do you have questions for us right. before we start to really uh, essentially celebrate the outcome that I think we all wanted, and we'll explain why. And I think yeah. Jackie would agree with me on that. Because we didn't, I think just to start, we didn't feel like the conservatorship was unnecessary. We just felt like the people at the wheel were taking advantage of her, and we feel like there was no effort being made to get her off of it. And I will say in our in the episodes, Molly, um, we weren't necessarily completely 100% behind hashtag free Britney. I'm speaking for myself. I wasn't necessarily completely behind, even though the albeit good, nice, positive efforts of the online community. Yes, I agree with Jack. Try and save Britney Spears. I I do believe in 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 giving positive energy towards someone, and but if you don't know all of what's going on in someone's life, it is difficult to decide. Because then again, you're just another person that is deciding for another person mm-hmm. what they want and what they need. And I, I and I don't agree with that. And case personally. in point was the the Zoom hearing where a bunch of free peop- Britney people actually fucked up the hearing by refusing to leave the Zoom call when they were supposed to and protesting it and stuff and actually postponed the hearing. So it did actually the opposite of good for her. So so I tried to kind of like keep up with and live vicariously through you guys while you were going in deep with Brittany. Um, and I know that uh, probably many or most people who listen to Page 7 do listen to Pop History also. But maybe you could start with, for people who didn't, hear your extreme thorough deep dive into Britney and the conservative conservatorship. Can you explain what the conservatorship is and um, kind of like there's the free Britney people on the one side and the conservatorship on the other side. So like, what is it and what are the different kind of sides? And so why is this, how can we contextualize this? So, and I'll try to be really brief because if people have been keeping up with pop history, then they, they probably have heard this, but I will just say uh, she had a giant mental breakdown in 2008, I believe. And um, her father, who was, by all accounts, very abusive and a drunk throughout her childhood, um, stepped in with a lawyer. And essentially, the lawyer controlled all of her finances. The guy, by the way, his last name is Wallet, hilariously enough. <laughs> and uh, he, the father, Jamie, who we've now called Jamie Badfather, because we feel like everybody in Britney Spears' life is the thing they are with their last name. Jamie controls all of her, like, who can visit the house and who can, you know what I mean? All of her finances. Yeah. In the, so in, and because in California, you're usually in other states, your conservatorship of your person and your life choices is usually different than your finances. And so you would have two different people. But in California, it goes under one. So he was not only in charge of her and what she chose to do and where she went with her career, but also with her personal life choices. So I have a question about conservatorships. Like, uh... What do they exist for? What's the point? Like, who would they normally be used for? They're normally reserved for old people going through dementia. Okay, got it. So that they don't just, like, buy... Or someone in in a vegetative state. Yeah. Someone that is not able to control them but are still alive. Got it. So it's like, like, I don't want my, my, you know, Richard's going through dementia. I'm his son. And Richard wants to literally buy a pool filled with Jell-O. Got it. And we can't. Right. Like we can't just 
do stuff like that. Okay, you know, I mean, it. God bless him. You know, maybe he should. I do was going to say, I we'll go. Holden and I will go. <laughs> but you know, he's, he wants to like buy a mansion made out of cheese, and he doesn't yep. realize that like that's not a viable right. And so, that's a, yeah. so that's kind of you step in and you t- and you take control of things. But it was one of those things where it was just supposed to be a temporary thing, but uh-huh. it ended up becoming permanent. At the uh-huh. same time, since it went down, she cleaned up her act. She got her Vegas residency. She's made millions of dollars. But because of that, she became a cash cow for all these people involved. And her own lawyer was appointed to her. She had no control over her own lawyer. That person's only getting money from this, has no real incentive, in my opinion, to help her get out of the conservatorship. So it seems like up until this point, no one was actively trying to help her become independent because everyone's making too much money in this situation and that's where the free britney movement came out. so despite her being an adult a, a grown adult of of sound mind and body she essentially had no control over her finances or her personal life and she Correct. had no ability to even challenge that Except that is where it's actually untrue. She can challenge, and that's what she finally and she has not. And so this Ah. is part of what these 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 hearings every year is that she goes in and they and they she there's also court appointed monitors that watch things throughout the year to make sure that she is okay with what is happening and that she consents to this. Now this is where a lot of the people online uh, believe that. She was either scared to or told that she go, that wasn't allowed to, which also could be true. Yeah, right. Because because even though she has the ability to challenge, it doesn't mean she's like free to if she is being coerced by her father. Right. right. She has not right. had the- or and and also they kept threatening to take her children away. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this is also part of about. it. So she felt scared. Yeah. However, today or I believe it was yesterday. She finally came out in a court hearing and said that she no longer wants her father, Jamie Spears, to be the conservator of her person. Yes. Because he had stepped down last year. Because? And he had stepped in. He had stepped down because he got really, really sick. Oh, oh but also, the re- I think the big piece of this puzzle that made people furious is the restraining order against that was put against him from Britney Spears' own kid. Because this is what happened incident. a couple of months ago, yeah. though. Oh, okay. So this yeah, happened yeah. after the fact. Gotcha. So he's got he got taken down. Jody Montgomery got put in, and she's been the head of it. Now, since then, he's also hit her child, and now there is a restraining order yeah. out against her father from her children, her underage children. So she also cannot be in the lives of her children. And that's why a lot of people are finally just like, dude, what in the fuck is going on? And this guy, by all accounts, was a drunk and abusive all through her childhood. And the main other thing to remember is like, she does need a a conservatorship to a certain degree because she has been not had the tools to be an independent person. She has been, had a team controlling her life since she was 15. Mm -hmm. However, that has never come from her mouth before. Ah. Everyone around her was saying that until now. Yes. This is the first time that she does say Britney Spears praises the conservatorship and its work overall, saying it, quote, rescued her from a collapse, exploitation by predatory individuals and financial ruin, and that it made her able to regain her position as a world class entertainer. So she is huh. still for having some help because and this is what we talked about in the britney spears episodes 
the uh, the paparazzi aren't all over her every second yeah. of the day anymore. She's able to have a, an arm's length from people because she has a team controlling her every move. She uh-huh. she had to hide from them for two years before they finally left her alone. Also, right before this happened, the whole phrase about people coming into her life and and taking her down a bad path. I forget his name. What Lufty? Uh, yes. This guy came into her life was like, I'm going to take control of everything. Don't worry. Leave it all to me. And he was just this obviously bad dude. And he was actually working with the paparazzi to to get, you know, photo ops and stuff and leaning into that and, and just totally taking advantage of her for all of her money and stuff. So, again, this brings us back to the conservatory ship was necessary. Jamie Spears is shady as fuck. Uh, I think and and that the idea hopefully she's now getting into a position where she's moving into not needing it eventually any of the conservatorship but wouldn't I guess time could you guys clarify for me the relationship between the conservatorship and the paparazzi like they don't fuck with her because they know that she couldn't she have couldn't she be in control of her own finances and still be like I have a team who does everything for me like doesn't every celebrity have that before but all of the security were being paid off yeah they were all be, like it was all for by the paparazzi so that they could get closer to her. They needed someone that was legitimately like uh. you are not allowed to do this. And so these are supposed to be the people in her life that actually protect her. Uh-huh. Now her father, I believe, is not a good human being and definitely they use her to make them money. But I do think that they did help get her the security team that she needed to feel safe. Okay, that makes sense. And so this newest piece of news is like the first time she's ever spoken about it. Yes. Yes. And it's 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 hitting this crazy boiling point. All these people. And of course, we just did this whole thing about it. So the fact that it's actually, we're going to have to do a part five at some point I think. <laughs> at some point we're gonna have to keep going with it we're gonna have to follow this and i'm and it is i'm just i'm so blown away by it and yeah. also i just um i don't there's so much i don't trust about um like the government and like rules and stuff <laughs> and i think a but lot of it I'm is glad very we easy had, to manipulate i'm glad we had brooke and mckenzie on from exceedingly persuasive podcast for that crossover because uh, mckenzie is like a lawyer for the supreme court or what i don't know anything about anything so i think i said that right and actually broke down the law and actually really clarified some things of like, actually, no, this isn't as fucked up and terrible as you think it is because of X, Y, Z, which does help. It's just a very complicated issue. and It's it, very complicated. And it, it's such a unique issue. And so what's your guys' take on her saying she doesn't want it anymore? Is that good? Like I love that, it. I think yeah. this is the perfect outcome because what we said was the conservatorship is not unnecessary but the people who are at the wheel do uh-huh. not seem to be legit. So this yes. being this, I'm not, but Jody Montgomery, what did we get on her? I didn't know a whole lot about okay, her. Okay, I want to look into Jody because it really just, it's not that she doesn't need something in place for now, but I want to see her get fully acclimated into independence in society and at some point and, and, uh, I and I think she just needed to get away from Jamie and Wallet and all these fucking people who were who yes. I think at first were there to help and then just became leeches. And in in the same way that Paris Hilton also needs help I'm because all so in the same week, 
The uh, Paris Hilton dropped the teaser trailer for her documentary that goes into her childhood trauma and how a lot of who she is on the outside is actually a front that she uses and has crafted her entire life to separate herself from what she shows and who she actually is. And part of what this teaser trailer is saying is that there's actually... She survived childhood abuse. She's survived multiple violent relationships. And the fact that being so exposed to the media from such a young age, obviously, um, really fucked her up. Mm-hmm. And I I know that this is like a weirdly newfound feeling for Paris Hilton that I have. I've never felt like this before. I never gave a fuck about Paris Hilton. And it's only been for the past like yeah. six months that I'm like... Oh my god. Yeah. I guess I was wrong. This is me. I think that our first the page the first page 7 foray into Paris Hilton was pre-pandemic cuz I remember being in the studio with you Holden after she did her cooking with Paris and I remember being like do I like oh, this with bitch? the gloves on? Like in the ground beef, <laughs> and and I was like, I, she, this is this is terrible, but I might like it. And now I think I might like it. And now I have just yeah, like I think I might like it. Into, I do like I it. I do like it. I know I like it. And I watched this fucking trailer <laughs> yeah. for her documentary, and I'm like. When does it come out? Give it to me. I need to know. Yes. Give it to me now. I am absolutely fucking identifying with and sympathizing with Paris Hilton. So either it's she deserves it or it's just a really, really well made documentary trailer. I've always felt you're such a Paris, uh, Molly. It's like I'm so glad you're finally saying it. Everyone, everyone's always saying it. (laughs) Such a Paris constantly. I get DMs yeah. from fans. They're just like, hey, I, whatever, page seven is fine. But Molly's Paris, and you guys need to She's tell her that. Like, I, don't I just imagine that. your kids screaming next to you, and you're just be like, uh, can you, like, stop making that sound? <laughs> I w- Honestly, I wish I was more Paris. When I watch her, I think I might be jealous of her persona slash what she says in the trailer as a character that she plays. But I, her calm... Uh, th- that she exudes, mm-hmm. I actually appreciate Huge it. Huge stoner too. Yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah. real stoner. It's real like California bitch, and like I feel like it's like mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of fun. And I didn't appreciate it before because I was like, oh my god, she's so dumb. And now what I realize yeah. is that she's actually, I think, pretty funny and pretty maybe a little bit smart. I don't I don't know if I should say pretty smart, but I, I think, think she's very smart. She's got a lot going on. In terms of survivalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And, and, and of course, to, for me to say she's kind of dumb is all this internalized things about, you know, she's hot and skinny and whatever. So and she talks this, this kind of way. So she must be a total That's dumbass. <laughs> but in fact, what I'm learning is that she's incredibly interesting and super fucking funny. Yes. I have the same jur- uh, opinion journey as you, Molly, because I remember back in the day because, OK, let's go back. Nice guy Holden. Right, I'm such a nice guy, and all the girls just like the assholes. And Paris Hilton was the icon of the hot girl table. Yeah, and every school has it, right? Yes. And and you know what I mean. And, and but they have, you know. And I love this whole situation because now I look back at the hot girl table. I'm like, dude, one of them was anorexic. Clearly, one of them was dealing with issues at home. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they were all probably smarter than I thought they were. Yeah, Yeah, like I thought all the popular girls were dumb just because they were hot. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here as a fucking 34 year old unpacking like, (laughs) why do I think she's dumb? Because she's hot. 
Oh, that's my problem. <laughs> that's not her yeah, problem. That's my problem. This, this, is, this is what's wrong with me. Yes. But don't worry, Molly, because I've got a, a bunch of techniques for you to have sex with those hot girls at that table, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> Step one, get, get a, big a bigger hat. hat. Get a big hat. Get a hat bigger than the moon. Oh, my God. Honestly, <laughs> if the Page 7 Legacy is... I'll I'll do this show. We've done the show for like nearly a decade. If the page seven legacy is we reduce the pickup artist movement to get a big hat, it will oh get a big hat. All worth it. I would love that. I would love that. Learn, it all comes learn back how around. to guess a card that's in the woman's hand. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, step yeah. two. It's so stupid, dude. Well, now I kind of want to read it, though. That's the worst part. Now I'm weirdly interested. I think that as long as you're a sound human being, this is why it's such murky waters to tread, because I'm afraid someone's going to hit me up and be like, I can't believe you're talking about this thing. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, but if you're a a person of sound mind and you're reading it for the right reasons, which is to get a perspective on a disgusting movement of people, then I think check it out. You know what I mean? But it's like... Uh, uh, it's it's purely for that, and I just I definitely want to say I hold the McNeely to not recommend the game to anyone as a legitimate <laughs> way to pick up women or like any of that shit. Like I, I no, I'm gonna read it in secret, and then I'm gonna try and start using all of the tips on Jeff, yeah, and see if he yeah. notices if I'm doing anything <laughs> different. Do that, that. This is what Jeff unhear that, that you didn't and hear a book about that I, though. Write write that book because that would be that's a lot of Please fun. Please write that book. <laughs> Just uh, people people who are already in a loving, trusting relationship, but the woman is secretly using pickup artistry on the man. Just three years part, after I'm the I'm a fact. part of the seduction that's a great community. Idea. <laughs> and I was about to say I would be fascinated by a, a woman writing a book using these tactics, but then I forget that men are dogs and we'll just have sex. You could literally punch us in the. You know, in the you could give us a titty twister, and fucking tell us we're garbage, and then be like, "I'll have sex with you now," and we'd probably just go, like, "Okay, oh, you know <laughs> That's what I mean?" Sad. It's just so we're just so <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> we're such pathetic animals. <laughs> I mean, you're not as pathetic as the man that called Dolly Parton a freak-titted old oh. Southern bimbo and Dude. a slut. And we need to talk about this real quick because it really made me mad because I love the Squid Billies and I was very disappointed. And I don't know a whole lot about Stuart D. Baker's, like, usually the things that he talks about. I only have watched the Squid Billies for a very, very long time. And I'm very upset about it because Dolly Parton came out in favor of Black Lives Matter. She's not, you know, obviously she's not usually, she's a, you know, a well-known Southern belle. She's stayed in it and also i think i believe has been donating lots of money towards black lives matter and she came out and made it and just essentially when asked like do you believe that black lives matter and she said of course black lives matter do you think our little white asses are the only ones that matter which i think is a very fun response very fun. <laughs> and so Stuart baker uh, who also goes by the name unknown henson as his musical act he ripped her apart online also i hate 
and love, but I hate it in this scenario, the phrase freak-titted old Southern bimbo. I because I think I would love it if someone called me a freak-titted old Southern yeah, bimbo. We, we could, you could reclaim that, maybe. But don't you dare call Dolly Parton that. And what I love so much is that people are allowed to say whatever they want on the internet, and a lot of people get away with saying a lot of horrible things, but Adult Swim immediately fired the shit out of him. Now, why... You can think these things, I guess. I don't agree with you. I don't think you should say these things. But when you have a platform, and on on top of everything, towards a woman who is universally beloved, who is such a good human being, why would you do this, you fucking idiot? And then be so surprised and throw it back at everyone because he lost all of his endorsements. He lost all of his representation. He lost everything and i love it just shows how crazy people have gotten that you would even consider saying something like this about someone whose energy just is never given and also it's just so unfounded positive energy it just doesn't make any sense like the the word slut is like yeah that's what dolly's known for being such a slut right it's funny because it's like yeah that's kind of her thing you know yeah it's like what are you talking about and also he wrote rednecks made you a millionaire like against her and against her being for black lives matter it's like Fuck you. It's so crazy, too, that, that this is a conversation about lives mattering. And it's just so insane. It's just like, what do you guys? Yes. <laughs> There's also possibly talking about somebody who is definitely not me, but who like I, I feel like there is. There's just so many layers to this in terms of like country music that we have like you know, talked about a little bit like with Lil Nas X and stuff, but like the, the mm-hmm. you know, like country music is this domain um, because of the way that like the record's record labels you know kind of segregated uh things like that it's this kind of like there's this like reputation of like it being for white people or no, it was taken or, from black people by white people right it was right, right, right to take to take an art people. form right just like rock and roll to like take an art form like like from black people rebrand it segregate it only elevate you know on your record label white people segregate your record label and then like hate dolly parton for being like yeah black lives matter there's again there's i'm like super out of my element because i was one of those people in high school that was like i guess country music sucks because i just didn't understand that it like contained Uh multitudes and i thought it was like only keith urban but like I feel like there is a whole hundred years of history or 75 years of history behind Dolly Parton and Black Lives Matter and the music that she is like famous for. Right. Like, I feel like there's actually there's just like so much interesting history there. Um, So for then country music, like a country music person to then kind of like use like racist white supremacy against her for being for trying to be anti-racist is like so fascinating you know yeah especially when she's even saying even though she says our little white asses she's say is saying that their little white asses also matter she's just saying we're not the the only people that the of only course. ones that matter of course so if you just look there's no nuance there's no looking at nuance it's literally just seeing a phrase and be like well i'm on the other team and oh you know what i mean it's just like dude it's just it's not teams let's yeah. stop being about no yeah. we're sports. on team humanity god damn it it's not sports <laughs> it's, it's 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 not professional wrestling dude it's not about heel and face it's it's nuanced and I just get so annoyed. You know, this isn't a political podcast, but I just fuck. Man. Honestly, it's like, interesting to even 
I feel like if anything, it, you know, it, it's. I feel like the phrase Black Lives Matter went from being this thing that you could literally like be an NFL player and be fired for a couple of years ago to now we have like Netflix and Gushers being like, we believe Black Lives Matter. So if anything, like I think the... the, the oh, thank God still that Gushers came out <laughs> Gushers. or else I'd never let them pop in my mouth again. Gushers stands with the black community. Like, so to see it, to see this phrase that was once controversial, even though, of course, obviously it shouldn't have been, um, then become the super mainstream thing this year has been a little bit weird uh, because, you know, for reasons to kind of see the evolution of of the movement and have it be kind of co-opted by brands and whatnot. And so then to have this guy just be like, you know what? No, I'm not okay with it. It's like a bit of a throwback. Yeah. So to also, also I'm throwing it out there right now. Dunkaroos, where do you stand? All right. Dunkaroos <laughs> is being yeah, very silent. Dunkaroos, your silence silent. is complicity. <laughs> silence is violence, Dunkaroos. <laughs> oh man, I will say, I really hope though, because I hope they support um, the same things we support because man oh when they put those little sprinkles in that frosting and it gives you that extra crunch y'all know how I feel about sprinkles and I love that they put sprinkles in their frosting we here at Dunkaroos believe that black lives matter Dunkaroos 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 they can keep your crackles and my frostings <laughs> oh, what? John said my brother Isn't said when I, text, when I texted him that tweet from Gushers about how black lives matter and John said uh, fruit by the foot, justice by the pound. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's perfect. We should start just altering every slogan that every, you know what I mean? Tricks are for black people as well as kids. So there you go. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> just so far out. You're like, what are you talking about? That doesn't make what any sense. What are you talking about? <laughs> Silly rabbit. Tricks are for black lives matter. Like, what? What are you Tricks are for everyone because the color of your skin shouldn't determine the content of your character. (laughs) Although I do just want to slip in here real fast. You know, it's not for everyone doing the cover of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. I must discuss just for real quick because Charlie Daniels from the Charlie Daniels Band, R.I.P., passed away last month. And Nickelback just released a music video and covered the song The Devil Went Down to Georgia, which is still one of those songs that I'll remember. It is my entire I've heard it so many times. It's such a part of my of my country enjoying background. And they just shit all over it. And y'all know that I have seen Creed in concert many times. And yet still, I cannot defend Nickelback's choice to make this cover where they say, sit your old ass in that chair right there and let me show you how the fuck it's done. Why do you think that it's you're meddling it up by cursing in this beloved song that you made a weird, not good music video for? So please look up the music video and watch Nickelback doing the cover of The Devil Went Down to Georgia because it will make you roll your eyes until it's 2021. And isn't that what we all want? <laughs> this just takes me this takes me back to talking about the game where I feel like even just telling people about this could potentially be problematic. You know, you don't where I don't think people, people to this cover. I'm mad about this, it. I don't, I don't yeah, want it's like, it. It's like exp- you know, try it at your own risk. What if they end up liking it somehow and then oh, and then I feel like no. we're doing a disservice to humanity. I will say this too. 
If you'd like a great version of it, uh, both music video and song, check out Primus's version of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Which is that great. That claymation, dope-ass music video. It's awesome. Check that one out. This is not one of those songs that could never be covered, right? Like, I feel like there are certain songs no. that just like, okay, don't cover that. It's not precious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, just listen to the original, but... They yes. have a funner, at least more respectful, I feel like, take and music video on on that song. Ugh, I, ugh, I love is... a cover. I love covers. I think it's a great genre of music. I think that it's like, it will sometimes awaken someone to a love of the original song that they didn't know. You know, you might be someone who comes yeah. by way of the cover. That was me with of the cover. one of my favorite Christmas songs, the Pogues uh, song, Fairy Tale of New York. I came by way of the punk cover. I came to many good songs by way of the punk cover. So I've got a special place in my heart for the cover, but not this cover. Okay, I'll try and release a cover of Christmas Shoes this year. Ugh. I can hear you begging me with your eyes, Molly, and yes, you may star in the music video. Okay. All right. Perfect. I'll do it You'll then. You'll be the boy, I'll be the dad. It'll okay. be perfect. Mom. That will be perfect. Well, not the dad, or because, the you know. Which one is it? Yeah. Who's dad? Who gives a fuck? How dare you? <laughs> you don't even know the song. How, How long have you been friends you? with Jackie and you don't know the story of Christmas shoes? How dare I'll be you? the shoes. I'll be the shoes. All right, you you are the shoes. Oh, I'm the talking shoes. Sorry, Ugh, your mom's dying. Oops. Yeah. It is He's impossible to be friends with Jackie for more than a year and not know the entire story of the song Christmas <laughs> Shoes. I block it out. I block it out that I'm re-exposed <laughs> every year and it just happens. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And I was too busy yapping about the seduction community and Dolly Parton <laughs> screaming about Britney Spears. So Holden isn't allowed to give his conspiracy corner this week. And you have to wait until next time when I give you consent. Holden McNeely learned that in the game. All right. I know who killed JFK, but I guess we'll just wait for it. That's uh, this not is my conspiracy about. now. I've got to do a whole conspiracy about how Jackie stopped Holden from doing the conspiracies. What is she trying to hide? <laughs> she doesn't want the truth to, to out. Because this conspiracy theory this week was going to be about how Jackie doesn't have breasts. Nope. <laughs> I'm pulling rank. I'm pulling rank in my big old meat lumps on top of my chest. All here with me and they're going to die with me. And she uses a secret entrance to in and out And I'm exposing Ew, it. never with in and out How what? dare you? What do you mean no In-N-Out's in and out fine. Uh, In-N-Out is really good. 
It's just the lines at the drive-thru are way too long. Sure. For I'll what go it with is. that. I'm saying it. I'm saying it right now. You gotta it is go very in. good. But I'm not going to wait go that in long. You go in and they go out. You go into the actual place. Not in quarantine, baby. Ugh, more like boring teen. Yeah, right. It is more like boring teen, <laughs> which is why we're going to have the list, and, and then you must sing the song <laughs> right now. Oh! oh. Who's, Who's on the list? Weird fixations that celebs blew the bank on. They've got some fun ones in here that I've never heard before. Did you guys know that Curly, yes, I'm talking Curly from the Three Stooges, had a soft spot for stray dogs. He spent so much money feeding and caring for the strays he took in that he had financial trouble throughout his life immediately makes me love Curly from the Three Stooges. So this does make me love Curly, but it also reminds me of the I like the way that like a lot of uh, stars had financial troubles throughout their <laughs> lives, <laughs> not because of I'm their sorry, stray yeah. dogs, but because of um, various fucked up financial structures in the entertainment industry. I'm worried about mm. Curly. That's what I'm saying. I hear you. Very much so. And also, I think pill addiction. I don't know if necessarily <laughs> yeah, Curly, but... Your brother told me about a Three Stooges book I believe he read where, I mean, they were pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> like, like every old school famous comedian or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, because there was no canceling or Twitter or anything. I mean, they were just apparently fucking psychos. Whoa. Now, well, now I want to read through it. Now I, I need to read Whoa, this. Whoa, wait, re that reminds me. Put a pin in it for later. We have to talk someday, if we've never talked on the show before, about the Curse of the Little Rascals. Because that is Ooh, fucked. yes. Ooh. It's fucked. Okay. We'll come back to it. Yes. Hell okay, yeah. or we'll do a pop history episode and you'll be yes, yes please. And you can come join us. Yes, yes, I yes. I love that. Yes, anytime, yes. Done and done. Uh, but did you guys know that Charlie Sheen is obsessed with Babe Ruth? Almost to the point that he had to sell $4 million in Ruth's memorabilia around the time his house was about to be foreclosed. Yes, because I did, I've heard everything. So. <laughs> oh, you've already but heard so everything. Sad. Yeah, it's but did you weird... know about MC Hammer's thoroughbred horses? That's fun. <laughs> MC Hammer and his horses is not sad. Charlie Sheen and Babe Ruth sad. I'm not sure why, but that's just where the sad line is drawn. Is it because he's wearing like a, a sick ass MC Hammer like power suit while he's feeding his horses in his picture? <laughs> MC Hammer, I guess maybe it's the uh, behind the music that I saw. MC Hammer is like the poster child for try for becoming rich and famous and then trying to support every single poor person that he grew up with essentially and like having all Aww. of them just bleed him dry of money and then he just that went totally sucks. bankrupt he just he took Man. everybody with him like all those dancers and stuff you see when you see him on like late you know on performances and stuff like those are all yeah. the people from his like neighborhood that he took with him and then it was just he tried to support literally like 20, 30 people, you know what I mean? Dude, it's like Lil Peep, like the Lil Peep docu that we uh -huh, watched. Uh -huh. It was the same with that, where he's just like, he, he wanted to help everyone that he could, and there's only so much you can handle, especially if you're, you know, if you're if you're mentally ill. There's only yeah, so much was, you can do for people. That was a rough behind the music, because it was literally just like, his generosity is what killed him. Oh, God. Yeah, well, totally. at least it wasn't his horses. 
Because considering that just one of his thoroughbred horses was worth millions, it was not surprising that he eventually declared bankruptcy in 1986. That's so I'm assuming he did get rid of his horses. <laughs> That's why it's because of the horses, Holden. Now I just have that um, uh, Sansa Lamb song stuck in my head. Wow, good and drag I'm about him to away. Put my dick between my fucking legs and dance around, so we got to keep it moving. <laughs> oh yeah, please, it's too hot for that. But it's not too hot to find out that Quentin Tarantino tried collecting lunch boxes, but it was too expensive. This is I just I needed to say this because this phrase. They really rape you on those lunch boxes, is what he said about the lunch boxes. And then he said he switched to board games because it was cheaper. And then he said the N-word for no reason. He was like, why are we doing it? Why would you say that about lunch boxes? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Quentin Tarantino wants to say too much. That guy needs to be told that he needs to say less. Yes. And also spend less on his lunch boxes. <laughs> and that... Cameron Diaz is happy to lose acting income if she can snowboard more. That apparently when she pulled out of the movie A Little Game, it was because she didn't like the script rewrite. She said she wasn't really looking to work anyway because it's almost snowboarding season. Dude, that's awesome. If I was rich, like when I see actors who are really rich and keep working, I'm like... Retire, bitch. Like, you could just do fun stuff and not work. Have you considered it? Man, if I was rich, I would just be like, I'm rich enough. I'm going to go snowboarding. That would be, I've been in the mask. I've been in something about Mary. I don't need to do anything else. I'll just snowboard for the rest of my life. Yeah, dude. Although, wow, it also, there's another entry on this list. Again with MC Hammer. MC Hammer wanted to help his old friends, so he gave them jobs. They made up most of his... 200 odd employees. That's that's exactly that's well, they really um they I canceled said, out the other one, but I I'll think take I said 30 people to 200, 100, bro. 200. And uh, which is it's almost like these um two pays are his employees because Burt Reynolds spent more than $100,000 on his toupees. And ah. apparently his reckless spending eventually forced him to file bankruptcy in 1996. Oh, come on now. $100,000 isn't going to bankrupt Burt Reynolds. It's really not that much for him. Yeah. Right? He had to have something else going on besides the toupees. Mm, well, I think that he did. And I don't think it had anything to do with a gold-plated Cadillac like it did with Isaac Hayes. Because apparently Isaac Hayes went broke due to his lavish spending, but also he was particularly passionate about cars, and including his gold-plated Cadillac, mm. which is now on display at Stax Museum of American Soul Music. I get it. Why would you want to get rid of a gold-plated Cadillac? If you have the money to buy a gold-plated Cadillac, I'm going to die in that gold-plated Cadillac. (laughs) No one's ever going to take the gold-plated Cadillac from me. That's the only purchase in this whole thing that I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. I want that. But that's all that is on our list for today. All that's on your list, but what's on my eyeballs, they seem to be blinding themselves. (laughs) Is that a way to say what I want to say? Is it? Are you going? No. Or yes. I think I'm going blind. (laughs) Items. Oh, we can't see them. 
All right, I actually have four. Um, some are quick. We don't have to do all four, but let me just jump right into it. This one's incredibly obvious, but it's just a funny story. It looks like some of those disgruntled employees of the daytime talk show host got together and robbed her. Ellen? Ellen? Yeah. What? Last, yeah, last... Last month, there was a break-in at Ellen's $27 million home, and a newsletter from the Housing Association let residents know that it was an inside job and therefore shouldn't be worried about other robberies which might take possibly taking place. Residents include Oprah Winfrey, Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande, Meghan Markle, and Prince Harry. I love that they were like, don't worry, she got robbed because people hate her. <laughs> yeah, it's an inside job. What? Because she's kind of like, her people hate her, so they did it. <laughs> did you guys hear? Because I had heard that she had been robbed like while yeah, she was in her I own did. home. Yeah. Yeah. But that was kind of insane. Damn. Um, okay. This is a little, this is incredibly problematic. It was not all that long ago that this one named permanent A-list singer used to throw slave parties where she and her guests would bid on people to be their slaves for the night. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Um, All right. Permanent A-list, one name permanent A-list singer that I feel like people really are starting to just not super love anymore. Madonna. Yes. Yeah. And and there was a second follow-up blind item that said she recently held her birthday party in Jamaica last Sunday where she I did see the pictures of this, by the way. Where she apparently played her favorite game, according to the blind items. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is yeah. true. And also the, the the pictures from her birthday party were rough. It was just like, girl, what? How are you so, how are you this detached from what is going on right now? Or do you truly just not give a fuck about what anyone else is going through? Right. Either way, I don't want to be near you. All right. Here's, here's number three since we're keeping it moving so fast. The daytime talk show host not named Ellen likes to pretend she doesn't have a glam squad that visits her every day. She wants to be relatable, so she admits that, like she admits lots of other things until she gets called out for them. Ooh, is this is this going to make me frown, or is it going to make me smile? I don't know. Who's the daytime? <laughs> Who's the lady? She's a wom- female woman. Kelly Clarkson? No. Fuck you. Wendy Williams? No. Okay, you're cool again, though. Um, I Wait, I'm cool again? She's a co-host. Is she from The View? No. What? Um, is she from the talk? Not Hoda. No. She not. Yeah. She does it Hoda. with um. She does it with the oh. guy that's thinking about leaving. Kelly Ripa. Yes. Re- she recently posted a month to month set of pics showing the evolution of her gray hair roots on the gram, which I think is cool. But I she like also her. responded to a viewer on social media who criticized Ryan Seacrest in her appearance on their morning show, saying, quote, the only issue I have with this show, and I watch daily since I am at home nowadays, is the lack of personal grooming. I mean, it's a nationally televised show, and I have to get dressed for every Zoom work call, so why can't you guys? <laughs> to which she responded, Whoa. to which she responded, we are dressed, FCC rules, not mine. And then she also wrote, I'll bring it up at the next meeting. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I like so Kelly Ripa. Like, I, I sent you guys too. that clip of her and Regis Philbin talking about how they were sitting next to Amy Goodman, who's like an amazing uh, uh, progressive journalist. And Regis Philbin is talking about how he, after, this was like Democracy Now!, who Amy Goodman is the host of Democracy Now!, they tweeted out this clip of Regis Philbin talking about uh, how he was sitting next to Amy Goodman and he was like, what am I going to talk to this journalist about? 
I talk about nothing and it's so fucking funny and she's like him and like Regis and Kelly are just both being like we do dog shit for work we do I nothing and they're so funny clip. and I was like I think I so might funny. love Kelly Ripa and in addition to her being married to Mark Consuelo I think she's got a lot going for her yes yeah I, I could also see that she probably has a team but she doesn't talk about that because she wants to be relatable I don't think that's the worst I thing I get ever. it but of course she has a team and it's also cool that she's posting her gray hair root Evolution. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. But yeah, of course solidarity. She has a team. You're not going to go on TV first thing in a damn morning and be that hot without having a team. No. Yeah. No, of course not. Totally. Also, look at how ripped she is. You're already out of workout all the time. Give her, that's why they call her Kelly Ripa. Yeah, oh. baby. All right, last one. And this one's a doozy. I don't know why I said that. It's fine. This permanent A-plus list magazine editor kept her job but had to use every bit of her knowledge about the skeletons in the closet of those above her to keep it. The bridges have been burned. It is war there. Who's the only famous, like, magazine editor that comes to the top of your head? What's her name from Vogue? Yeah, totally. You guys don't know her name, though? I feel this is weird. I watched a documentary about her. Yeah. I mean, I know her name. I'm just, I'm just very hot, and I'm, I'm like <laughs> three wines deep. You guys guessed it already with the, the editor. Anna Wintour. Yes, Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour. Yeah. So, and Jesus. this is so, this was such a funny thing to read, and I, so I had to lay it down. The August issue of Vogue. Came, Vogue came to a surprising 90 pages with only 23 ads, including one for Vogue.com. For comparison, last year's August issue was 149 pages. But this is the funny part. According to an insider, this is the quote, the fall fashion issues, August and September, are the go-to for all retail advertisers. Gucci is not advertising, nor is not, uh, nor is Louis Vuitton or Ralph Lauren. Vogue is highlighting tacky ads by Kotex, Always, and Skechers in their primary fall <laughs> issue. And, and then in horror, she added, the back inside page is Geico. <laughs> Anything but the little lizard. He's cheeky at best. Very interesting, though. Very, looks like Anna Wintour is uh, is, ba- is is fighting a, a losing fight to. to Whoa! S- to stay. That's kind of fun, though. Yeah, yeah that is big, fun. Big news. I got no sympathy for her. Yeah, there was a documentary I watched about putting together the September issue because that's like their biggest issue, and um, it was real. It was it was fascinating just from, um, especially from the standpoint of a person who does not understand fashion. And I don't know anything about so it. So un outside of that world of that, and and but this is like the Vogue's. I believe it's the September issue is like the most important like magazine event of the year for fashion and, and how they put it together. Well, yeah, because it's right before all of the, like, fashion shows right. and everything for the winter, right? I See, look at how much I know. <laughs> wow, she's so I trendy. saw The Devil Wears Prada, so I think I know what you're talking about. That too. You do yeah, know. That too. Yes. I, okay, Devil Wears Prada, funny story really quick. I thought that actually it was about, like, it was like a supernatural comedy about a magazine editor that was actually the devil. And the I was devil? so disappointed when like, there was no, I thought it was going to be like, you know, I don't know, something cr- like death becomes her or like, no, something. just watch stay tuned instead. Yeah, I was like, stay tuned or something. And I was so disappointed. I was like, wait, wait, 
She doesn't have like devil powers, and she's not like really the devil. No, I thought she's it was, just like, really the, mean, Holden. I thought it was like the uh, associate, or what's the movie with um, uh, the uh, devil's advocate? The devil's advocate. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like that. <laughs> I did so I was so disappointed. I like that I could talk about Stay Tuned and Devil's Advocate, but I can't remember Anna Wintour. <laughs> I think that really explains a lot. Holden's watching Devil Wears Prada like, this is just a regular-ass romantic fucking comedy, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, I was seriously, I, I wanted uh, What's Her Putz to be like the devil, and like she, and, and uh, she, fi- you know, she realized Meryl she's Street working great for as the devil, the devil <laughs> at this job. No, the real devil Fuck is yeah. Adrian Grenier. Ooh, why? Because of Drive Me Crazy? Well, because he's the boyfriend and he's all, I actually don't think he's the devil, but there's a popular way of thinking about the Devil Wears Prada where Meryl Streep is the real, is the enemy as it is presented. But a lot of people are like, Adrian Grenier is the real enemy because he doesn't want to support his girlfriend's career. I actually think that that's silly because <laughs> her career sucks. So you don't have to yeah. support that stupid fucking career. But he is right. like a whiny little boyfriend. So he he might be the real devil. He's the devil here. Quick side note before I can start seeing again. I worked, I worked for Getty Images for a while. And at one point I had to run like camera hard drives to New York Fashion Week. And I've never felt more out of place in my entire life. Ooh. I was in it. I was. You in the, didn't fit right in. I was in the <laughs> thick of New York Fashion Week. But I will say, there was an open bar. There was an open bar, so I hung out by this Mercedes that was in the main area, and just or is a BMW or something, and just got weirdly hammered really fast at the end of my workday at this. Fuck yeah! This I would love to do that. Just, and just. People watched for like half an hour and then and they got the fuck out of there. Man, when this pandemic is over, can the three of us just accidentally that this is a great thing about when we were young and in our twenties, sometimes you just randomly end up at some really fucking fancy open bar and be like, Oh, I guess I gotta drink two hundred fifty dollars worth as of vodka much as humanly in 10 possible. Minutes, you know. So that's what we have to do yeah. when we can all be together again. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, all right, we'll find ourselves at some sort let's just sneak into some sort of wedding. I think that's what we really need to do. Yeah. Go to a fancy hotel. Love it. Sneak into a wedding, hit the happy hour, get that open bar. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Yeah. That'll be our wedding crashers twenty twenty one. Yes. I can super see again, guys. It's totally over. Welcome back. Oh, congratulations. But now I'm deaf, so I can't hear anything you guys are saying. So it's a weird Oh, side God. Well, maybe it's for the best. Look at that little <laughs> lizard. Look at that little lizard. He's over there sweating like a little lizard's dog. Oh, right. So maybe he's not. He's some sort of weird hybrid. I do also want to give a shout out to someone that wrote in to us. Her name is Amanda R., and she was in a horrible accident earlier this year and she has made it through and she has come so far from where she was months ago and I just wanted to say congratulations for working so goddamn hard. I just hope that you feel my positive energy that I'm sending out to you right now and I hope that you're listening to this and you feel it because I'm hugging you and I'm hugging your soul and is that a sad thing to say? I hope that it's not because I just want you to feel my positive love and that we love you uh, from page seven. Yes, we love you and Hell congratulations, yeah. man, to to have something horrible happen during this fucking time and to be getting through else. it. I uh, cannot tip my hat to you enough. 
Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. This has been Page 7. My name is Jackie Zabrowski, and yes, we have started our journey into Forks in Twilight. I am losing my mind uh. for it, and I just keep, I have may, I may have kissed Jeff a couple times and said, I imagine this is what Edward Cullen's lips feel like, oh. and he didn't appreciate it. And um, he said, does that mean that there's some sort of um, unfeeling, like that they're cold? And I said, no, they're soft and they're luscious. Uh, but this, it's not going to ruin my relationship. <laughs> or you can listen to the breakdown of my relationship on Patreon as uh, we put out two chapters every week of the audiobook that I'm illegally doing of Twilight. Jackie, let's talk about it. Maybe we should do some group watch stuff in the future. I would I would love to, to even, especially if it was the three of us, do a group watching of the actual films. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm reading it as I'm learning. I know nothing about it. So yeah, I'm, which would be so, great because you'll read it, and then we'll watch the movies together, and then you'll be that one of the trio that just like yells about all of the things that you read about how it's different and wrong. Yeah, okay. you can be like, it's not like this in the book. Yeah, I'm ready because I'm falling in love. I am falling in love uh, with. Twilight. We should totally so, do that because I'm usually that person that's yeah. like, I've read the book and here's what the book the is like. Life. So I'll be happy to not right. be that person. All right, perfect. Oh yeah, uh, check me out. Hold McNeely is my name, and finding <laughs> ladies at the bar to <laughs> nag is my game. And <laughs> And check me out, twitch.tv. Oh, man, I, they're going to have such a field day in the secret page seven groups after this one. <laughs> uh, check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Ho. And uh, Jackie and I do a stream on there every single week on Friday nights. I'm looking forward to this one this week. And we also uh, have Patreon, as you just said. Why do I always repeat it lately? You always say it. Patreon.com forward slash Page of a podcast. But you're so good at it. Thank you. My name is Molly Neffel, and I am MJKLCat on Instagram. We love you guys so much, and we will talk to you soon. Oh, yeah. Kisses and misses, we love you. Misses, misses. Bye, everybody. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.